Welcome to Zichur Daf Simani Memorei Ram Goldar and Tirim Zechus Kedushin Daf Ein Gimel, the fourth parak Asari Yochsin. This Daf has been sponsored as a schus for all the men, women, and children in Eretz Yisrael who have been taken hostage, that they be quickly freed, and for all those injured in the attacks, that they should have a refuah shleima. So the three tops we're going to focus on. Number one, it was taught in a bright. So Rabbi Yossi said, "Ger nosi mamzeres, a ger may marry mamzeres," but Rabbi Yudah says he cannot. The Gemara explains that the word kahal, congregation, is written five times regarding those prohibited to marry into Hashem's congregation. Rabbi Yossi holds all five are needed. One prohibits a mumzer from marrying into a family, a congregation of Kohanim, one for Levim, and one for Yisraelim. The fourth permits a mumzer to marry a shtuki, an uncertain mumzer, and the fifth permits a shtuki, biblically, to marry a legitimate Yisrael. Since no kahal remains to include converts as kahal, it emerges that kahal gerim lo yikri kahal. The congregation of converts is not considered a congregation regarding the prohibition to marry a mumzer. Three explanations are given why Rabbi Yehuda has an extra kahal to include converts. Pointing to the Mishnah taught that a shtuki, one whose father is unknown, may not marry a legitimate Israel. Rava says that Midaraisa, a shtuki, is permitted to a legitimate Israel without concern for Mamzeris. Only a minority of people who may have had relations with a unmarried woman or relatives who would render the child a mumzer. So if the man went to her, we rule, called the parish Maruba parish. Whatever departs, we assume it departs from the majority. Even if the woman went to him, considering him kavua, fixed in place, which is ruled kamexel maxa, 50-50, the child is still permitted to a legitimate Israel because the Torah says, mamzer. a mumzer may not enter into the congregation of Hashem, teaching, mumzer vada hudu yavo, a mumzer safik yavo, Oya mumzer vada cannot enter, but a safik mumzer may enter. Rav initially explains that a shtuki is rabbinically forbidden from marrying a legitimate Israel to avoid possibly marrying one's paternal sister since his father is unknown. The Gemara proves that this is considered unlikely and concludes Malas Yochsin. They set a high standard regarding Yichus. A similar discussion and conclusion fall regarding an Asufi, a foundling, whose father and mother are both unknown. And pointing with you, Rav Chisit said, Shloshin and Manima Alter, Elohim, three people, are believed only when they testify immediately. And they are a Sufi, Chayu Upeteres Chavrosel, one who testifies about an Asufi, a midwife, and one releasing her fellow woman from need of concerns. The first was explained by Rav Kozman Shibashuk, as long as the child is in the street, Avi Ve'imu Ne'amani Malav, his father and mother, are believed to claim he is their child. But once he was gathered in from the street, he's considered an Asufi and requires full testimony. Abraissa teaches that a midwife is believed about newborn twins to identify which emerged first, but only if she had not left the room. Rebbe says that even if she merely turned her face away, she's no longer believed. In the final case, a mission teaches that three women who slept in one bed, and blood is found under one of them, all are tummy nida out of doubt. However, if one checked herself and found herself to be Anita, we assume the blood came from her and the others are tower. Rav Chisa says this is only so if she checked herself immediately. So once again, the three points are number one was Tana Brisa. Rabbi said, Ger nosi mamzeres, a ger me marry a mamzeres, but Rabbi says he cannot. The Gemara explains that the word kahal, congregation, is written five times regarding those prohibited to marry into Hashem's congregation. Rabbi holds all five are needed. One prohibits a mumzer from marrying into a family, a congregation of Kohanim, one for Levim and one for Yisraelim. The fourth permits a mumzer to marry a shtuki, an uncertain mumzer, and the fifth permits a shtuki, biblically, to marry a legitimate Yisrael. Since no kahal remains to include converts as kahal, it emerges that kahal gerim lo yikri kahal. The congregation of converts is not considered a congregation regarding the prohibition to marry a mumzer. Three explanations are given why Rabbi Yehuda has an extra kahal to include converts. Pointing to the Mishnah taught that a shtuki, one whose father is unknown, may not marry a legitimate Israel. Rava says that Midaraisa, a shtuki, is permitted to a legitimate Israel without concern for mamzeris. 
only a minority of people who may have had relations with those unmarried women or relatives who would render the child a mumzer. So if the man went to her, we rule, called the parish Maruba parish. Whatever departs, we assume it departs from the majority. Even if the woman went to him, considering him kavua, fixed in place, which is ruled kamexel maxa, 50-50, the child is still permitted to a legitimate Israel because the Torah says, mamzer. a mamzer may not enter into the congregation of Hashem, teaching, mamzer vada hudu o yavo, a mamzer safik yavo, Oya mamzer vada cannot enter, but a safik mamzer may enter. Rav initially explains that a shtuki is rabbinically forbidden from marrying a legitimate Israel to avoid possibly marrying one's paternal sister, since his father is unknown. The Gemara proves that this is considered unlikely and concludes, They set a high standard regarding Yichus. A similar discussion and conclusion follow regarding an Asufi, a foundling, whose father and mother are both unknown. And pointing with him, Rav Chisa said, Shloshin and Manima Alter, Elohen, three people, are believed only when they testify immediately. And they are Asufi, Chayu Upeteros Chavrosel, one who testifies about an Asufi, a midwife, and one releasing her fellow woman from Nida concerns. The first was explained by Rav Kozman Shibashuk, as long as the child is in the street, Avi Ve'imu Ne'amanim Alav, his father and mother are believed to claim he is their child. But once he was gathered in from the street, he's considered an Asufi and requires full testimony. A Brisa teaches that a midwife is believed about newborn twins to identify which emerged first, but only if she had not left the room. Rebbe says that even if she merely turned her face away, she's no longer believed. In the final case, a Mishnah teaches that three women who slept in one bed, and blood is found under one of them, all are tummy Nida out of doubt. However, if one checked herself and found herself to be a Nida, we assume the blood came from her and the others are Tahor. Rav Chisa says this is only so if she checked herself immediately. All right, so now we're going to receive a Dafayim Gimel. This one was suggested to us by Charlie Myerson from Scottsdale, Arizona. He suggested that Ein Gimel is a giant ostrich egg. A giant ostrich egg. So here goes. The ostrich egg farmer convert getting married to a mamzeris while standing on a giant ostrich egg noticed a young shtuki child looking to find his unknown father. When all of a sudden a man and a woman snatched a lost boy off the street claiming to be his parents and were believed. Once again, slow motion. The ostrich egg farmer ostrich egg. That must have duff. Ein Gimel, giant ostrich egg. The ostrich egg farmer convert getting married to a mamzeris while standing on a giant Ostrich egg, which reminds us, Gamor brings him out focus, if a ger can marry a mamzeris. So the ostrich egg farmer convert getting married to a mamzeris while standing on a giant ostrich egg noticed a young shtuki child looking to find his unknown father, which reminds us the prohibition of a shtuki when his father is unknown. So the ostrich egg farmer convert getting married to a mamzeris while standing on a giant ostrich egg noticed a young shtuki child looking to find his unknown father. When all of a sudden a man and a woman snatched a lost boy off the street claiming to be his parents, and were believed. Which reminds us, Rav Chista said, Shloshin and Manim Alter, three people are believed only when they testify immediately. And they are one who testifies about an Asufi, a midwife, and one releasing her fellow woman from Nida concerns. The first was explained by Rav, Kozman Shibashuk, as long as the child is in the street, his father and mother are believed to claim he's their child. But once he's gathered in from the street, he's considered an Asufi and requires full testimony. So once again, the ostrich egg farmer convert getting married to a mamzeris while standing on a giant ostrich egg knows a young shtuki child looking to find his unknown father when all of a sudden a man and woman snatched a lost boy off the street claiming to be his parents and were believed. All right, so now it's time for four blabak hazara. Daf samachtes. So the simon daf samachtes is soot and we often use a chimney sweep. So here goes. The men from Yichos chimney sweep services chimney sweep. That must learn daf samachtes. Soot. 
The men from Yichu's chimney sweep services who just finished cleaning the chimney of a mamzer, happily married to a shevcha, which reminds us, in the next mission, Rabbi Tarfan says, Mamzerim can be purified, meaning that their descendants will not be mamzerim. The mamzer marries a shevcha whose child is a slave and doesn't carry the lineage of mamzeris. Once that slave is freed, his status is like a regular gare. Rebeliezer disagrees. This child is a slave who is also a mamzer. So the men from Yichu's chimney sweep services, who just finished cleaning the chimney of a mamzer happily married to a shevcha, heavily advertised on the road where ten different categories of Yichus were ascending from Gaulus, which reminds us, the fourth parak begins, Asar Yuchasim Alumabavo, ten categories of Yichus ascended from Babel to Eretz Yisrael. The more explains that the word alut, ascended, was used to allude to a price which states, Shabes Amigdash Gavo Michol Eretz Yisrael, that the base of Migdash is higher than all of Eretz Yisrael. Eretz Yisrael Gavo Michol Aratzos, and Eretz Yisrael is higher than all their lands. So the men from Yichu's chimney sweep services, who just finished cleaning the chimney of Amamzer, happily married, to a shevcha, heavily advertised on the road where ten different categories of yichus were ascending from Gaulus, and where families with questionable lineage who maintain their chazakid truma would picnic. Which reminds us, Rabbi Yossi said, Gadol Chazaka. The reliability of Chazaka is great, as evidence from the time of Nehemiah. Three families of Ghanim were unable to produce proof that they were not Chalalim and fit for a vote in the base of Migdash. So they were dismissed from performing a vote, and Nehemiah told them that they may not eat Kachim until a Kona rises to the Urim Batumim, meaning until Mashiach. By only prohibiting Kachim, we infer that he said, Haritem Bechazkaskem. You remain with your prior status, just as they ate Truma and Gaulus as Kohanim, they may continue to do so despite their questionable Yichos. There wasn't a concern that this might end up leading to the Marin Kohanim because their status was publicly known as weakened. Daf Ayin. So the Simran Daf Ayin is an eye doctor. So here goes. The eye doctor, eye doctor, that must be more Daf Ayin. The eye doctor could see in his patient's eyes that he was marrying for money, which reminds us, Rav said, Anyone who marries a woman unfit for him for the sake of money, he'll have children who are unfit, which he supports from a He further darshans that Pasik to add that he'll lose money he gained from her as well as her own money in as little as a month. So the eye doctor could see in his patient's eyes that he was marrying for money. Was startled when an irritated patient waiting to be seen called the doctor a slave, to which the doctor called him a slave, which reminds us, Shmuel says, anyone who disqualifies, it's with his own blemish that he disqualifies others. The Gemara brings the story of the man who called Rev Yehuda by Yechezkel's attendant a slave, and how Rev Yehuda banned this man and called him a slave. So the eye doctor could see in his patient's eyes that he was marrying for money, was startled when an irritated patient waiting to be seen called the doctor a slave, to which the doctor called him a slave, because this man always bragged that he was a descendant of the Chashmanaim, which reminds us this man objected to being called a slave, saying he was actually a descendant of the Chashmanaim. Rav Yudah then quoted Shmuel, called the Amr Medebes Chashmanai Kasina, Avdahu. Anyone who says I'm from the family of the Chashmanaim is in fact a slave. Daf Ein Av, so the Simran Daf Ein Av is a donkey going E-R. So here goes. The donkey driver donkey, that must be more in Daf Ein Av, E-R. The donkey driver from the land of Isa carrying dough to Eretz Yisrael on his donkey, which reminds us, Rebuta said in the name of Shmuel, Karatzos Isa Eretz Yisrael, all lands are like dough, meaning a mix of genealogical pure and impure people compared to Eretz Yisrael. Eretz Yisrael, Isa Lebavel, and Eretz Yisrael is like dough compared to Babel. So, the donkey driver from the land of Esau carrying dough to Eretz Yisrael on his donkey saw two people arguing why Shir and Hashem's different names was cancelled, which reminds us the more discusses the discretion in transmitting and pronouncing Hashem's four-letter, twelve-letter, and forty-two-letter names. Rava once sought to speak publicly about Kosh Baruch's four-letter name until an elder told him that it must remain hidden. So, the donkey driver from the land of Esau carrying dough to Eretz Yisrael 
on his donkey, saw two people arguing why Shir and Hashem's different names was canceled, and that the one who quieted down first was given a better yichus certificate, which reminds us, Gmur relates how the people in Eretz Yisrael examined people's lineage. When two people would quarrel with each other, they would see which of them would be silent first, Amru Haim Yuchas and they would say, this one is a better lineage, because those with tainted lineage are generally resentful of being rejected by others and are therefore quarrelsome. Similarly, Rav said, The silence of people of Babel is the proof of their pure lineage. Daf Ein Beis, so the Simon Daf Ein Beis is a thick piece of birthday cake. So here goes. When the big Persian bear stole a thick piece of diamond instead of birthday cake, thick piece of birthday cake, that must be learned Daf Ein Beis, of thick. When the big Persian bear stole a thick piece of diamond studded birthday cake, which reminds us from a Pasuk in Daniel, we learn that the Persians are compared to a bear. They eat and drink like a bear, they're fat like a bear, they're hairy like a bear, and they have no rest like a bear, which constantly paces even when tied. So when the big Persian bear stole a thick piece of diamond-studded birthday cake from the boy who was born on the same day, a great tzaddik died, which reminds us when Rabbi Kiva died, Rebbe was born. When Rebbe died, Rabbi Yehuda was born. Rabbi Yehuda was born. Rav was born. When Rav died, Ravashi was born. To teach you that a tzaddik does not leave this world until another tzaddik like him is created. So when the big Persian bear stole a thick piece of diamond-studded birthday cake, from the boy who was born on the same day, a great tzaddik died. His father tried to scare it away by splashing pure water towards it. That was meant to purify Mamzerim in the future, which reminds us that the Malchokas of Mamzerim will be pure in the times of Mashiach. All right, so now it's time to conclude our pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one, which is something that all lands are considered like Isa Do when compared to Eretz Yisrael? And Eretz Yisrael is considered like Isa when compared to Bavel. That's on Duff. Ainov. Good number two. Which something when Kedushan is not affected with prohibitions? Sheesh behem karas. That's on Duff. Samach Zayin. Good number three. Which something that there are three people who are believed when they testify immediately? One being when parents claim a child is theirs when it's found in the street. That's on Duff. Ain Gimel. Good number four. Which something that before one tzaddik dies, another tzaddik is born? That's on Duff. I am base. Good number five. Which stuff do the prohibition of a shtuki? That's on Duff. I am Gimel. Good number six. Which stuff do you have Whether Mamzerim will be purified in the future? That's on Duff. I am base. Good number seven. Which stuff do you about the discretion in transmitting and pronouncing a coach Baruch Hu's four letter, twelve letter, and forty two letter names? That's on Duff. I know. Good number eight. Which stuff do you Whether a ger. Can marry a mamzeris, that's on Duff. Ayn Gimel. Good number nine. Which stuff do you remember the ten categories of Yochsin that came up from Bavel? That's on Duff. Samach Task. Good number ten. Which stuff do you learn that Persians are compared to a bear? That's on Duff. Ayn Base. Excellent. That concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Yabram Goldhar from Zichu. Wishing you a great day and great learning.